Ladies and gentlemen, those are the Eagles, not the ones that play, the ones that play. And uh, we are playing them today because, well, apparently one of the stations at Kansas City is not playing them. And uh, they have decided to ban the Eagles from their airwaves. Uh, that's pretty Must good. Must be a great station. <laughs> uh, and so we're going to do it all morning to jam them up because it's Super Bowl week, peeps. And we got a great show today. Johnson's in for Al. Morning. Everybody else. Josie's back. Rhea's back. And uh, wow. Just, just, here's what we got going on today. In this hour, 640, there is a nine-year-old boy who may be the next Joe Conklin. Really? And he's being brought on by his very proud dad to do Meryl Reese. He's a, an impersonator. Yeah. He does Meryl Reese, Mike Quick, me, what? and <laughs> two voices that our own Joe Conklin has not mastered. Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. Wow. Nine years old. Oh. He's what you call a prodigy. I didn't know Conklin mastered the other three. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know what? How embarrassing will it be at 640 when a little kid comes on uh, and trounces Conklin? There's a great possibility. Right. Conklin will be here in the role of Sirius oh, Joe well, that's nice. in an effort to oversee the young man's development. Beautiful. All right, that's going on. We got Chip Snapper here. From Kensington, big days at Chip Snappers today. And all around the world, people are changing the fight song so that it applies to their heritage. We will have some examples of fight songs throughout the world throughout our show. There was even an appeal last night by Jason Kelsey to the Japanese fans. Really? I'll let you hear that. that's huge. But I will say this, for at least the first hour... Mm -hmm. My IQ may be down 20 to 25 points. How would I be able to tell? Were you Because I watched the highlights of opening night, oh, and it was embarrassing. I saw and I will too. deal with some of that stupidity in a few minutes. But something very cool happened on opening night. Yes. And I would like to address that first, because our hopes and dreams are in the hands of a very young head coach, Mr. Nick Sirianni who went before a worldwide audience last night, ladies and gentlemen, and preached his love for this city. And it was here's what made it great. I have heard many coaches and managers say how great they, lo- they thought it was here. It sounded rote. It sounded like it was prepared ahead of time. Yeah. It did not come. It did not pour from the individual's heart. Nick Sirianni, ladies and gentlemen, I said this a couple weeks ago. I'm going to say it again. Nick Sirianni is one of us. He's one of us, Jones. He is. He doesn't just preach the word of our city. He lives it. Yeah, he does. And he lives it with his family. With It, it is beautiful. And, and I'm about to play the first thing he said. But I do not. I, I was thinking of editing it out because it's a trip trigger for Rhea Hughes. Okay. Oh it caused a blood feud. With Rhea Hughes huh? and, and actor Bradley Cooper. <laughs> okay. Stop. But I don't, in the context in which he uses it, Rhea, I don't see a problem. Okay, we'll find uh, out. Right. I, don't, I well, have not heard it. All right, now, you got to also realize this. This is the other part of it. He's saying great words about us, but he's saying them like us. He's, it's pouring out of him. It's done with enthusiasm and excitement. It's real. 
Here's Nick Sirianni talking about how he feels about Philadelphia. I feel like I, I live and coach in the, the greatest uh, sports town in, the, in America. Um, it means so much to everybody there. That's what you want, right? When you're a little kid playing in a peewee football game, you're like, Wait, where's everybody? I want them to see us. I want, to see, I want them to see everything that we have to offer them, right? That's what you want. You know, you want your fans to love it. You want your fans to be there. You want them to be wearing green on Friday. You want them to be wearing green on Saturday. You want them to be throwing snowballs at Santa Claus. You want that. How beautiful is Pretty that? Pretty good. Rhea, were you offended by the snowballs in Santa? You mm. always have, been, but it seems like in that context, it's understandable. He was having Are you some buying fun in? with it. Are you buying in? I, it, no, this ruined your relationship with Cooper. Yeah, no, well, no, I, I think what I said to him was I didn't like his portrayal of Eagles fans. No, I know you so did it. Then he was offended at your comment, yes. and then uh, words were exchanged, and then uh, he stormed it out. Was not, none of that happened. Uh, and, and, and to this day, you have not exchanged a single word with Bradley Cooper <laughs> since he did Silver Linings Playbook. He would have to know who I am. No, <laughs> baloney, Rhea. He would pick you out of a police lineup. No. And he would like to. No. Well, there He'd was, like to. Uh, I, and, and there was one other thing that came out, and it was, it was beautiful. And it was uh, basically, he started to talk about raising his children in this atmosphere. Is that we want to be able to put our, you know, our talents on display, and we're able to do that in the greatest sports town in America. I was able to go to a couple of uh, Phillies games. I didn't get to go to the World Series, but a couple playoff games. And I just love the fact that my kids are growing up in such a great sports town where football means so much, because football means so much to me. Hmm. Your daughter grew up here, hmm. right, Chelsea? Yeah, she did. How great is it? It's awesome. It's yeah. a great place to be. It really is. Now, and great when sports teams are as successful as they are right now. Right. Well, here's the thing. So, I, I, so I, he is not just saying the right things. He's living. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Andy Reid was a freaking robot. Oh, I want to thank the fans for the great support they have. It was all written. It was nothing. It was didn't come from the heart. This guy, it's coming from the heart. Yeah, there's a gigantic difference between the two guys. Now, I want, I'm not even sure I can use some of this language, but uh, on Philly Voice, Mm -hmm. Jimmy Kemsky, who we had on yesterday, he compiled what is going on on Twitter right now because Nick Sirianni is now, because of his affiliation and love for our city, is now hated nationally. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not surprised. No, hated on the brink of violence. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I want to read some of these, but some of these, Rhea, I'm not even sure I could say. Be careful. All right, I'm going to be careful here. Here is some of the stuff. He said that if uh, Jimmy Kepsky wrote that if you uh, do this, try this, shots and see yep. if it works. All right. Uh, search on Twitter the word Sirianni and punchable. All right? And see what comes out, because I'm going to read some of these. It filled in the box for me. Nick Sirianni embodies all that Philadelphia is about, a complete D-bag, although they use the word. See how I cleaned that yeah, up? Yeah, that was very nice. All right, next one. Sirianni has the most punchable face ever. Uh, Sirianni has to be the biggest a-hole in that stadium. Ugh, they earned it, but holy bleep, Sirianni is the most unlo- uh, unlikable coach ever. Right. Sirianni looks really looks like he seems like a D word. That's amazing. Sirianni does have the most punchable face ever. He acts like a frat boy. 
Sirianni seems like a fool. Perfect for Philadelphia. <sighs> to confirm this, it's I, I am a lot of what you said I'm reading, and there is that times a hundred. Nick Sirianni is one of those mouthy punks that I used to end up punching out in a bar a million years ago when I was a young man. That guy sounds charming. Yeah, he sounds yeah. tough. I must punch Sirianni. <laughs> and it, it, that is the world of Twitter. Endless. Yeah. Yeah. No, but he is hated now because he loves us. He's hated for a simple reason. His team's in the Super Bowl and they're not. No, but and, and he mugs. Yeah, who cares? And he speaks. Well, Mike McCarthy shoved a cameraman during their playoff yeah. loss, and no one talked no about one it. No one said a word no. about it. No, because – but this guy, that one little moment where he mugged at the camera, mm-hmm. I guess that was the first playoff game. Yeah. yeah. It's st- it stuck to him because he's us. And now what we need to do is embrace it ourselves. Do you understand? Yeah. Now we got to go, oh, wow. Because I'm going to tell you something. I, 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 my whole, all my questions today – are about management people who represent our city. Uh, like right now, I'm, I'll give you a little preview of our first question of the day. I want to know who of the four guys here now. Tortorella, he's, he's kind of Philly. He's, he's great. Doc Rivers, not so much. All right. uh, yeah. Rob Thompson, pretty early. Nick Sirianni, who embodies the spirit of, spirit of the Philly that's fan? A, that's a good question. Then I'm going to do it historically. Right, and I'm leaving Nick out. I want to see of hmm. of the I came up with with the help of Josie. I came up with the four that best embodied our spirit. But I love that when you have a coach who speaks your language, it's wonderful. It is. And it's not it normal. Is. It's not normal. I love Doug. Doug was one of us, but not like this. Yeah, not this vocal. Do you, do you think Sirianni, the way he acts, irritates any Eagle fans, or is it all just fans well, of other teams? I'll ask that because it shouldn't. No, because he's acting like we act, and if you don't act that way, you can be an Eagles fan, but you're not really an e- not like the the prototype Eagles fan. Right. The prototype Eagles fan is what Nick Sirianni has naturally done in two years. Mm-hmm. And he did it from the most stumbling, ridiculous start with the news conference <laughs> to this. And now he's he went from a news conference where he could not put words together. It's remarkable to see to what he's done. him entertaining the a worldwide media at the Super Bowl within two years. Yeah. With, That's with, unbelievable. With confidence. With you know, confidence. Yeah, it, is, it is impressive. All right, now we got a great contest today, and uh, this is going to—I got a little twist on this one. All right, so here's what we're going to do: we've got uh, offer you today a Brandon Graham jersey, uh, Visa gift card, uh, and Good Eagles Conference Championship stuff because they're in the Super Bowl. Uh, and and last night was the, now they call it opening night, but it's media night. It's yeah. the media night. Yeah. Uh, our judge today. Is John Johnson? Oh yeah! Wow. All right. And what I need you to nominate? Okay. Media giants, past or present? Media giants. And I'm not even restricted it to sports, but most people will do sports. The biggest giants of media in our lifetimes or beyond. All right, Johnson. All right. Because see, I have no idea how you feel about some guy who is very famous uh, in the '60s or the '70s. So we're looking for specific names. But there are a lot of big ones now, mm-hmm. and you may go more current. No one knows. Okay. Name a media giant, past or present. Could be broadcasters. Could be uh, writers. It could be anyone in the media. And then uh, in the end, John Johnson will uh, prioritize the top four, and you will get prizes. 
pretty good deal. I like it. And this Nick Sirianni, Jonesy. Yeah. I have never changed my mind more radically yeah. on anyone than this guy because, you know what, there's no fear he's going to say something that's stupid. He's our, he's us. If we say something stupid, it's it's what Philly does. Yeah. And that's what he does. Yeah, it is. It's phenomenal. Now, if he loses, does any of that change? Not really. Okay. Because it's only the second year. Yeah. It's the second year. Yeah, no, it's a, it's an incredible confidence that he has. I will say that it's beautiful. And a little later in the hour, I will play for you some stupidity, because it happened around every minute of the opening night. Somebody was saying or doing something ignorant or idiotic. I noticed that it was just amazing. <laughs> yes. But let's go to the phones and kick it off today. And Mike's up first from Berwyn. Hi, Michael. Hey, how you doing today, Mike? It's uh, five days away, pal. Five days from the biggest game I will experience in my life as a sports fan. Hey, you you got to look at it a couple ways though. If Eagles weren't in it at this time, yeah, you'd be you'd be sleeping still. I would be, but you know what, Mike? I'm willing to it. sacrifice. It's worth it. One or two of the most precious weeks of my life, since there can't be that many left. I'm old, <laughs> but I'm doing it because Mike. I will not, once I retire, ever have more fun than I'm having this week and if they win next week. You realize that? There's nothing's going to happen after I retire that's as much fun as the Eagles win at a Super Bowl. I've already experienced one, and it's spectacular. Do you think, though, that's the reason, you know, the last, the first one we won, people weren't as sure of themselves as, as they are with this game. Yeah. And I know... Kansas City, it's going to be a tough game. Without a doubt. It's, and I'm going to tell you, Mike. It's not going to be a walkthrough. I anticipated this, Mike, and that is why I booked in an emergency session Dr. Joe Fish. Because Dr. Fish said, uh-oh, I'm noticing now that people are much more confident than they were five years that's ago. That's true. Yep, that's and true. And if something were to go awry on Sunday, there could be a deep, uh, like uh, where you have a baby, like you have postnatal depression. Postpartum, postpartum you idiot. Postpartum. Yeah. You have post-nasal drift. Yeah. Postpartum. Oh, my God. You understood. You knew what it was. Yeah, you're, right, on, you're on something. Postpartum, yeah. Mike, but this would be post-Super Bowl depression. We don't want that to happen, Mike. We got to win that game. Got to win it. I agree 100%. You know, and I'll tell you, I just I can't wait till Sunday. Uh, I think you speak for all of yes. us, Mike. Mike. Give me a media giant. How about Merle Reese? Merrill oh. Reese. Ooh. You have started near the top. Maybe at the top. Very Maybe. good one. We don't know. Merrill Reese, uh, he's 80, and he's still doing yeah, it. Yeah, and doing and, it well. And here's the thing. He doesn't – that guy is resilient. He is. He's still doing yeah, it, it's Jones. great. It is Do you great. think when you're 80, you will still be analyzing hockey on TNT. No. <laughs> Do you think when you're 80, you will actually still be 80, or will you be dead? I think That's, I'll be he's dead. He's 80 now. Dead. Look at dead. him. No, he's not. He is. He's aging. Okay. I live a pressured life. He lives a. He pressured just got life. done playing a shuffleboard tournament. <laughs> he did. <laughs> really? Yeah. I lost in the final. Wow. That's Aww. Right. That's right. And, uh, Joe My D. wife's mad at me about it. Actually, that's a true story. Really? Yeah, because you get a banner and you get to keep it at your place where we live in Florida for the whole week. Yeah. And she's won it before. 
and I had a chance to represent the family, and I lost in the final. You wait. You she actually played shuffleboard. Oh uh, yeah. Do you realize you're six months away from a nurse wiping the drool off your chin? Can't wait. <laughs> I'll see you there, buddy. <laughs> two, 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 I think I got a little on there now, Josie, actually. 215-592-949. If we come back, wow, this is some story. The Kansas City Bar in South Philadelphia that honors Kansas City Chiefs fans, something real weird mm-hmm. happened yesterday. Stay tuned. WIP Sports Time, 616.